Welcome to the Freedom and Scrubs podcast. This is episode 38, all about the hot topic this week, the coronavirus, and how it actually has affected us and changed our plans for 2020. We are your hosts, Kim and Erin G. Thank you for listening this week. And if you are brand new to the podcast, welcome. We release a brand new episode every single Tuesday. And we are healthcare travelers. We're healthcare travelers for the past eight years. We are world travelers. Travel is a huge passion of ours. And so we talk about all the things travel and the lifestyle and everything that goes into that on this podcast. Yeah, in this episode, this is kind of an impromptu episode. We we're gonna release, we just got back from New Zealand, mm-hmm. basically went came to Chico and had our world kind of turned upside down because we were living in a bubble forever. Um, but we were going to release the five things that we would have done differently in New Zealand, but because of all this and how our life has been turned upside down a little bit, uh, rerouted, I guess you would say in a good travel term, Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to come on and just kind of talk about that this week. Yeah, we're actually in a new studio. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Very unexpected. We moved into a new place in Chico, which we're going to kind of get in, uh, we will get into in this episode, and the apartment is completely like wood floored yeah which it's a beautiful apartment but it's not great for podcasting no so we have ourselves stuffed into a tiny little room like we're sitting on a bed like in the corner so we actually walked around the house and tried to test all the different rooms to see what sounded best and this one sounded the best so this is what we're going with so here we are yeah but okay but before we get into the episode i wanted to talk to you about one of the biggest supporters of this show And it is our course for Healthcare Travelers, Traveler School. It is an online course, everything in one place, with everything that you need to know to become a healthcare traveler. I always joke around and say it's like the couch to 5K. It's like couch to healthcare traveler. Or like full-time to healthcare traveler. 100%. We basically walk you through everything from getting ready to travel, um, what you'll need to do, what you'll expect, um, to understanding how we get paid as travelers, the bill rates, um, how the companies pay you, finding the right company, interviews, finding your own housing, how to make the most money. And we also support you and guide you along the way and honestly have one of the best communities out there in the healthcare traveler world. The Traveler School students are always ready to help. Um, And yeah, that's Traveler School. So if you are new to traveling or it's something you are considering or thinking about, definitely go check out the course. You can get all the information on our website, kimandarong.com forward slash t-school and check it out. Yeah. Okay, so as we mentioned earlier, like we said, we were in New Zealand having the time of our lives. We had set off for New Zealand with a plan to travel around the world for at least a year. We get done with our trip. We lived in this beautiful bubble in New Zealand, um, got done, flew back home, and kind of was sidetracked with all of the craziness going on with the coronavirus. Well, when we were in New Zealand, you know, we heard rumblings of the coronavirus and people were messaging us and we were like, huh, okay, yeah, this is something. But we honestly were like, you know, we're not going to allow this to change our plans. We're not going to allow fear to hold us back. Like we're going to keep moving forward and, you know, whatever. And so when we got back, when we landed, we just got home a few days ago and, you know, things had really taken a turn and it had sped up really quickly. And so we're like, okay, well, maybe we should actually consider 
what our next steps are and let's talk to some people, let's catch up on the news, let's really do our research and make a smart decision for us moving forward. Yeah, and so we'll take you back to the beginning. So we basically flew back from New Zealand. Our plan was to grab Mimi LaRue, our pug, um, that we had at a dog sitter. Um, and then we had some stuff at friend's house that like our roof bag with all of our clothes. And we were just going to grab that, wait it out two days in a hotel, kind of regroup, and then head to Florida for our cross-country road trip to drop Mimi LaRue off, to drop our stuff off, and then head out on this year of adventure. So well, that's what we were doing. We were going to spend some time with some family in Florida, and then we had a plane ticket yeah. bought already, leaving Florida, heading to Mexico on April 4th. And mm -hmm. that was kind of kicking off the whole thing. So we were going to start in Mexico, and then we were going to slowly make our way down through South America, and kicking off this year of travel. Which was super exciting because, again, we ended our contracts February 13th, and I haven't felt that much excitement in a long time knowing that, you know, we did it. We we saved the money that we wanted to save. We were ready to go. We had a plan. It was super, super, super exciting, and we even said in New Zealand, you know, Kim was like, hey, you know, this trip's over. We're heading back to Florida, or we're heading back to the United States. Man, how would you feel if you were going back to work? And I was actually like, oh, my God, that'd be the worst thing ever. I mean, that was like a quote. I actually said, quote unquote, I feel like I would like have to puke if I had to go back to work. Well, yeah. I mean, like our mindset was we were leaving and, and starting a year of travel and like we were super stoked about it. We had all of our plans. We were ready to like take the leap and go for it. And so coming home and walking into what felt like a very chaotic situation and remind you that right before we left for New Zealand, we got rid of our apartment. Mm -hmm. We moved everything out because we thought we were going to come home, rest for a couple of days, and head to Florida. So we have nowhere to live. And we started to kind of really think about, you know, what the right thing to do is. And we weighed out all the options. And honestly, like, we're not afraid of getting the virus. No. You know, we're super healthy. And, like, that wasn't one of our biggest concerns. But we were concerned with being quarantined somewhere uh, borders being closed and honestly it just being like a total like shit storm yeah trying it just didn't seem responsible if we were already gone that was kind of another situation or mm -hmm. another thought but it didn't seem responsible to jump into a year of travel with all these uncertainties and even when we made that decision a couple of days ago, since then, more countries have closed their borders. More countries are making you quarantine. So now, and I know we made the right decision. 100%. Because that's what we were afraid of. Well, and that's the crazy thing is just what Kim just said was we were sitting here watching the news last night and we just found out three of the first three countries that we were going to go to. I don't think Mexico's closed their borders yet. Mm -mm. But Guatemala. Um, Colombia. Colombia. And Peru. and Peru closed their borders. And those were our first three spots. Yeah. And we were like, oh my gosh, can you imagine if we would have been there? And then what? You're stuck. And I think that's what, you know, what Kim was saying was we didn't want, you don't, you don't want to set out for a year of travel and it sounds great. Yeah. I'm stuck in, in Mexico city or I'm stuck in Guatemala, like hanging out, you know, but that's not what we want to do. We want to be mobile. We want to see as many countries as we can. And we're also doing the Orange Theory thing where we're going to one Orange Theory in all the countries that there's a studio in. And so we, we have a plan. It's not to sit around and just hang out in a city or another country until an unknown time. 
Well, right. And, and be like just burning money and in a place that maybe we don't want to be. And honestly, one of my worst fears was having to be quarantined alone mm -hmm. in another country where, you know, you can't go out and get food and you can't do this. So just trying to figure all of that stuff out. It was like, all right, we need to pump the brakes. We need to kind of wait this out and see what happens because it seems like every day things are kind of getting worse. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to postpone the trip and we are <laughs> so sad. Honestly, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. Like in this moment, we are supposed to be in Austin, Texas, mm -hmm. staying at our friend Laura's house. Mm-hmm having fun on our way to Florida on this road trip. And instead we're in a brand new apartment in Chico. And it's like, what? I just went to the store just now before we started recording this. And it was like Armageddon. Like there was mm -hmm. no chicken. There was no quinoa, nothing on the shelves. Like the lines were crazy. People were crazy. And then I'm gearing up to start work next Monday. So a week so from wait, now. Take that back or okay. let's take it back a little bit because that was a huge, a huge decision that we made. Mm -hmm. So before we started traveling or before we went to New Zealand, we were both working at Oroville Hospital and we left. We had a goodbye party. We're like, boy, bon voyage. We'll see y'all yep. later. Deuces. Deuces. We're done. And so we came back and now we made the decision that we're, we're going to stay. So what are our options? And so the, they had the place that we were, never was able to replace Aaron. Mm -hmm. So they were still looking for a traveler. Well, not only that, they also had a, one of the guys I work with put in his two weeks notice to go to another facility. Right. So I know they were hurting. And you like the place, you like everybody. It's honestly a walk in the park. You make really good money. So we thought, well, and you have so much flexibility there. Mm -hmm. So we thought if we're going to stay put and wait this out, it's smart to at least be making some money, Heck right? Yeah. Continuing like, you know, saving and everything as we prepare to because we still will do our trip it's just a matter of when at right. this point so anyways Aaron decided to work for seven weeks mm -hmm. well that was another thing too that you know weighed into our decision is we have our first ever adventure trip that we planned <laughs> my god in Peru hiking the Inca Trail with 20 other people that we are necessarily responsible for in charge of making sure that they have an amazing experience. We booked everything, the hotels, the Inca Trail, all the passes, all the things you need. Um, but nobody has bought plane tickets yet. That's not true. A lot of people have. Oh, they have? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. A lot of people have. Oh, wow. Okay, so basically that trip kicks off May 18th. So to say when Kim and I were like weighing out our options, we're like, well, we can't get a 13-week contract because we have a trip in the middle of that. So... It actually just worked out perfect because my one-year mark is May 13th. And so I was like, well, that's awesome. We can try to get back in there. Hopefully, they'll need me. I know they do. Um, and so that was our focus going forward. Yeah. And so the plan, the tentative plan is that we'll stay here until May 9th. Mm -hmm. And we're still keeping our trip to Peru exactly the same as of now unless something crazy happens but we did um two of our other travel friends they were supposed to start their travel adventure down in south america today they mm -hmm. were supposed to be on their way there today in peru today 
And so they sent us something that said Peru has closed their borders. You have to be quarantined. And that is not going to be lifted until May 6th. And so fingers crossed that after that, things will, will hopefully get some clarity around things. Things will start to slowly get better and that we'll be able to continue on with our trip to Peru. But there's just so many uncertainties and so many unknowns at this point that we can only take it day by day. 100%. And I think too, you know, going back to the contract in Oroville, you know, I reached out to the lead there and she was like, heck yeah, this is awesome. Um, and then the director was just kind of like, I don't know if we need somebody for five weeks. That sounds kind of crazy, whatever. And then my company called anyway, push come to shove. I got the contract. So now I have, um, the seven week contract I starts next Monday, which is crazy. And it just goes back to, you know, a lot of our audience, a lot of you out there are healthcare travelers or, you know, are wanting to be travelers. And I think really looking at this in the positive way of, in what other profession can you be like, I'm out of here, I'm done, see you later, Kim and I aren't working for a year or more, and then your plans change drastically, and you can pick up the phone and say, yo, do you need me back, or is there another facility that I've went to that I could pick up work immediately, and for that to happen is such a blessing, and I think it's one of those things that I look back on, I was like, Thank God I'm a healthcare traveler because it just, again, allows everything that we talk about, the freedom to, to pick and choose your schedule, but now add the layer of the freedom to be able to change your plans on a dime and go right back into traveling. And we even said, what's the worst case scenario if we take a year off? Well, we pick up another contract. Boom. This was another one of those times where we yeah. didn't expect this. And now I have a contract to make some extra money in this time that we're sitting around Chico. Yeah. And it's like, it's so weird because I'm really, it's, it, again, it's just been like a whirlwind. Like we got back, we were living in a hotel, we had nowhere to live. No backup plan. No backup plan. And in our minds, we weren't planning on coming back to work. And now here we are, fast forward a couple days, we have found a new place to live. Aaron has signed a contract. He's going back to work on Monday. And you're like, how did we end up here? Mm -hmm. You know, life changes so quickly. And I'm really grateful that, again, this isn't an ideal situation. This is not what we thought we were going to be doing or what we wanted to do. But I'm really grateful that we have choices. Mm -hmm. And we have a soft place to land while we figure this out, while we wait this out. We have an opportunity to make some extra money. And as travelers, we do have options. You know, I think it's super important to remember that we got to – go with the flow, right? Like life can change at any given moment. I mean, look at the situation where nobody expected this. And I think being leaning into being more flexible, being open to all possibilities, you know, being able to bend and mold and, and just kind of take it one step at a time and, and to kind of figure it out as you go. I think traveling has really helped prepare us for that. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's a lot of people right now that are in that are facing really challenging situations and you know we're like oh we're sad we can't travel right now but there's people who are losing loved ones who don't necessarily have anywhere to go there's kids that are you know rely on school meals that aren't being fed I mean there's so much happening in the world right now and so 
to focus on the gratitude that we have for being healthy, for having a place to land, for having, you know, money to support ourselves. And so trying to focus on all of that and also sending prayers and, you know, lots of love and, and doing what we can to show up and to be the light and to be kind and to try not to get caught up in the fear and the chaos of all of this and to really be the light in a very scary, dark, period of time we're in right now. Yeah, know? no, I'm really glad you brought that up because again, you know, I really want to say that Kim and I are sharing what we're doing, what we're facing right now. By no means is it a bad place. By no means is it like, oh, woe is me. We can't go travel. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. But it really, what we really wanted to bring forward with this podcast was one, loving that most of you are healthcare travelers or want to be and being able to pivot like that and to redirect and to not get caught up in all the anxiety and just crumble, right? Like we have an outlet. We have a way to bounce back. And I think that's a really cool thing to have. But just like you mentioned, there is a lot of people out there struggling. Like, you know, now school's out for a long time. So what are parents going to do who work, who rely on, you know, that schooling? Now they have to find childcare or there's just a lot of craziness going on. And I'm really glad that you touched on that. Like, what can we do to to shine more light, to be more kind, to know that that store was absolutely crazy today. And there's people at Safeway who are in the counter saying like, today's nuts, man. Like there was some girl that was like, I was really sad today because some lady was really racial towards me and was really angry towards me. And she was venting about it to the guy that was checking me out. And she was like, I'm not going to let that ruin my day. I'm just going to keep smiling. And it was just like, wow, like, those people are working hard for us, right? Anywhere you go, they're still working and we can be kind to them and know that, yes, we all have our anxiety, but we're all in this together and we all have our own form of anxiety. And so trying to put that aside to smile at somebody, to say thank you for helping you, um, you know, letting somebody go in line that maybe has less groceries than you, just little things like that that we can try to make each other's day a little bit better than watching the news and being scared. Yeah, and kindness goes a long way, you know, and especially us as healthcare workers, we're on the front lines of this. Yeah. I mean, you're about to walk into a hospital and be with patients, mm -hmm. right? Like you are essentially putting yourself at risk. I mean, you're at risk anywhere you go, but in a hospital and mm -hmm. in that kind of situation. And it's just when people are coming into the hospital, always remembering, because I think we can get so caught up in just the day-to-day -day grind of like our schedule and we're busy and who's the next patient and who's at 3.30 and what's going on. And we forget that they're human beings that whether we're talking about the coronavirus or not, just in general, they're coming into a hospital because they're sick or they're scared or they're worried about something it's or they're the not worst feeling day of their well. Lives. Right. And we take that for granted because it's our job and we show up and that's what we do every day. And we forget that these are humans that are going through something. And so us just taking that little extra time to be patient, to walk them through or talk them through something that we may feel like this is annoying, but a few extra minutes to make somebody feel comfortable or clear about what the next steps are for them, smiling at them, just being kind just really going out of our way to be kind mm -hmm. to other humans because we're all in this together like this is a collective community and so I just think it's a really important time to remember that 
things like this usually bring us all together, mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately. unfortunately. So, and then the other thing that I wanted to say too is, and you, I don't know if you want to touch on this, but this is a really big thing. And I think it's easy to do when there's so much uncertainty, especially if you're somebody like me who is a planner and I like to know the steps. But not getting in the panic of the future tripping. Mm -hmm. of, well, what is future tripping? So future tripping is when you are constantly thinking about, okay, what's next? What's going to happen at this point? Like for us, we know we're here till, till May 9th. But what if things aren't better? What if we do have to cancel yeah, our trip? Wanna, I did want to get into that. You know, what if, what if things are worse and, and we do have to cancel the trip for 20 people. Like what is this all going to look like? And when we can go down that path, it's very easy to get yourself worked up. I can, I can tell you, you know, Kim and I have done a lot in our personal lives in handling stress management. Number one, healthcare traveling, you need some help with that. You need a, a positive outlet to handle all the stress, all the decision making. But one thing that we've learned and grew with was not to future trip because there is so much unknown. And I think, again, no matter how well you have established your stress relievers in a positive way, if you can actually think ahead in the future and there's so much unknown, that will bring stress to the best of the best who have their stress managed, right? Like we literally... If, if Kim says to me right now, you know, I'm going back to work and if I start thinking, well, what if I start work and in two weeks this clears up? The whole time I'm going to be sitting there upset that I'm not traveling, that I'm not out on my year of adventure, that I'm here at work for a while and that could lead me down a, a different path, a negative path. Or if I say, what if I do this seven weeks and it's May 9th and now all of a sudden more borders are closed and this thing's even crazier. What are we going to do? Are we even going to go on our trip? Do we have to find another contract? Do we drive back to Florida? That right there, just me talking about it, brings up so much anxiety. So basically my tip that I want to give you that, that we use is we try to stay as firm in the moment as we can. What can we do right now? What is the best decision we can make right now that guides us, yeah, down the future line and the path that we want to go, but without knowing what's going to happen, what decision can we make right now? And that's basically what we did. And we came up with this in less than 24 hours, found a place to live, signed a contract, and kind of got our lives steered in the direction of May 9th. Right. And that's the thing is, there's no sense in thinking about what's going to happen because we don't know. We just don't know. So right now, we're in Chico. We're here till 5-9. We have a place to live. We have the contract. And then we'll evaluate as we go. We'll evaluate as we go. But this is where we are right now. And I think, you know, and again, that's that's easier said than done. Than done. That's a conversation that we have all the time, right? Because it's very easy to get into that. But I think just remi reminding yourself, this is where we are. And we're going to deal with it day by day. And everything is figure outable. We'll continue to figure out our next steps as they come. And another big thing for us is our faith plays a huge role in our life. And mm. it just does. Whatever you believe in. But for us, we have faith in our plan. We have faith we are being guided. We have faith that we are exactly where we need to be. So we lean into that faith and that trust. And that really does help us feel more calm because we know we're exactly where we need to be. And we'll be led to the next step. And all we have to do is be in the moment and continue to take action towards what we desire. Well, I always, tell, I always tell Kim, again, like she said, whatever your faith is. But if you do have 
faith, I say that you can't have part-time faith. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. It is either all or none. So it can't be, I have faith when things are great, but when things aren't great, well, now I'm going to panic and I'm going to get anxiety and I'm going to freak out. And what if I get sick? And what if my kids get sick? And what do I do? And, and all these all these things come into play. And my response to myself, which sometimes I do say to Kim, is you can't have part-time faith. You're either all in or not. Right. And so if you trust that and firmly believe that, then yes, the universe is working for us. We actually said in New Zealand, why did we why didn't we just book our year-long trip from New Zealand? Why didn't we just continue? Well, thank God above that we yeah. didn't because now we came back to the United States. We got here three days before they started really shutting down the airports. We flew right through the airport, right through customs, got to Chico, no problem, where there are people stuck in an airport with the screenings and trying to figure out all this stuff. We didn't have to deal with that. So again, we were guided in that direction to be home, to be able to settle in, to be able to find our next plan, and to ride this out until our time is right to travel the world. Well, right. And honestly, it's like you can always look at things in two different ways, right? right. It's all about your mindset and perspective that will shape everything. That yeah. will shape your experience, right? Because um, is it Gabby that says you can't always control your experience, but you can control the way you experience your experience. Mm -hmm. And so... We could sit here for eight weeks and be sad and disappointed and be like, we could be traveling. We could be doing this right now. We are getting on a roll with our YouTube videos and having so much fun with that. Now that's come to a halt and we could focus on all this crap. Or we can look at it like this is where we are for eight weeks and we get an eight-week buffer to regroup, replenish. We have a list of things that we want to work on, that we want to do, that we want to get complete. We get to get organized. We get to make more money. So it's like we really get to utilize, we get to use this eight weeks to get our health back on track. We have some goals that we've set for ourselves for that. So it's like we get to use this eight weeks and get our lives regrouped before we start out again for our next travel adventure, which will happen when it's the right time, right. whatever that ends up looking like. Right. So just a, a reminder that no matter what situation you're in, the mindset is really what's going to control how you show up and work through that situation. 100%. That's not always easy, but it's a fact, and you really do have control over that. And, um, you know, having a, a positive mindset is not just like some kooky thing. It really is can completely change how you feel about the situation you're currently in. And that is a really powerful thing. 100%. Because there's nothing you can do. Sometimes there's just nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. And you got to just roll with it, make the best of it, learn the lessons and utilize it for what it is and, and then move on. When and it's I time. think that's something I've learned too, is just when I can't control it, I can only control me. Yeah. So how am I showing up? Am I smiling? Am I fun to be around? Because I could easily go in there and just wreak be havoc. Be a nightmare. Be a nightmare for eight weeks at this work, just resentful, like blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I can't believe I'm here. This sucks. Yeah. Like I'm not doing anything. But no, like I'm so blessed to have this, to be able to come back here. So I want to show that appreciation and go in there and kick ass because one, if I didn't kick ass before, I would not be able to text my lead and say, yo, plans change, coronavirus like totally messed us up. Can I come back for five weeks? And then they just bend over backwards and say, absolutely, we'll send the contract over. Yeah. If I wouldn't have showed up as a positive person in the beginning, I would have never had that opportunity now. And right. I didn't even think I would have needed this opportunity. So it would have been very easy for me to just be like, screw you guys, I'm out. 
Mm-hmm. But no, like you never know when you need other opportunities to come exactly. around. So yeah. Yeah. So I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um, so we will be here in Chico until May 9th. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to kind of follow along and see what the next steps are. And for everyone out there, you know, I do think that it's just, again, making decisions not based in fear, but in love, right? Choosing to stay home, right? Choosing not to travel, choosing not to be out in public isn't doesn't have to be because you're afraid in this fear-based decision. It can be just love and respect for the people that you're going to be surrounding yourself with, right? We want to protect ourselves. We want to protect the people we love and our life and the people out there and to try to hopefully stop this thing in its tracks and stop it from spreading. And so just do what you need to do to take care of yourself and the people you love and try to stay positive and um, we'll get through this together, you know, as a community. Absolutely. So next week we'll be releasing our five things we wish we'd have done differently in New Zealand. Like Kim said at the beginning, we release a new episode every Tuesday. So if you are returning, we love you. Thank you so much for for showing up with us. Um, If you have a friend that could use this podcast or, you know, is wanting to be a healthcare traveler or currently is and has never heard of this, please share it out. Um, And let us know at um, ask at freedomandscrubs.com. Um, let us know how this has affected you or what you're doing to move through this or how you've made a positive impact on somebody else. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know. Um, and, and please leave us a review. That please. supports the show. We show up every week. We try to add as much value as possible. And we appreciate your support and yeah. your reviews and your feedback. And so that means the world to us. And um, yeah, I think that's it for now. That's it. So All right. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.